Modern Black Man Podcast. To have been doing something like that before. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Modern Black Man Podcast. Today, we've got that episode uh, in conversations. We just were talking uh, in generalities about these relationships, and I wanted to talk about being pussy whipped, P-U-S-S-Y whipped. And why is this? Because it's the flyest shit. Um, I'm joined today uh, with a very special guest. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself, Miss Mia. Hello. Thanks again. Excited about this conversation. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I'm really excited about this conversation. Um, first of all, I'm going to have a female define um, being uh, whipped on the sniz What is What is uh, pussy whipped in your mind? You know what? I think this is a good time for you to, you should start the definition off of. Think so? Absolutely. Because the thing that I've heard all my life when it comes to a man being pee whipped mm-hmm. is his nose open. But I don't, yeah. I don't know all of what he does that uh, demonstrates that he's pee whipped. Let, let me take that mic from you. Yes. Break it down. <laughs> so look, where I'm from, uh, we call it being henpecked, pee whipped. Uh, uh, you know, uh, more or less, it's where a man is dominated by the female in his relationship, where he doesn't have that control that's necessary. Um, I know as a as a man in this world, uh, I, I can see these things when a woman is allowed to say whatever is on her mind, wherever <laughs> she is, whenever she feels like speaking it. I can speak from my past experience um, through unhealthy control mechanisms that I've used in my relationships. Okay. I've leveraged sex um, as a way of unknowingly controlling my partners, but it's f- sufficiently, efficiently gotten them to shut the hell up. Let me ask you a question about that. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. Previous, so in it's your insulting, please. so if you are in a in your current relationship, mm-hmm. um, which you're in, she, uh, she's got uh, what is it called Novocaine on the on the cooch. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean, Novocaine? She is. Um, it's not that she can't feel anything. I think that she <laughs> definitely gets pleasure, but she do, she's hypersensitive to being what I call. Dignitized. Kids, Google it. Dignitized. Explain that. Now, you know, um, there's a lot of men in the world, not including myself at this point, that use good sex to what we used to call break bread. So you're saying your girl is jaded by the dick? (laughs) Jaded? (laughs) Tell me more. No, because you said... First, my first question to you was: You said you 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 have used sex as a weapon. Absolutely. And so, are you able to use that in your current relationship? No. And you said no. She's she has Novocaine down there. Right. So she's not able to. Be, like so HBO. She, Let me get the mic. Uh, this is like HBO and Apple. Uh, appreciate y'all. Big shout out, Anchor. Bigger shout out, Spotify. You know what it is. Um, I don't like to have explicit episodes, but with the content that we are dealing today, I think that it is rather appropriate because we're all adults here and this is an adult subject matter. So if you have a child, put them to bed, send them home. Don't listen to it in front of them. We about to get this popping. I'm listening. I'm, I'm with you. No, no, no. I was just saying that, yeah, absolutely. I think that sex can be a weapon. I think that um, you can be successful. Um, See, I've if- never known a man to use sex as a weapon. That was a woman's thing. You guys take everything from us. Exactly. So so since when did you got did you or do men use sex as a weapon? And you must think that you're awesome. I must not in bed to say that you can even use sex as a weapon. Um, that's your ego speaking, but, um, I, I, I I think that I'm driven to please. I think I know how to satisfy a woman. 
Um, and, and absolutely, like I said, um, I have known many people who have weaponized their penis. Um, I don't know if, I don't know how familiar you are with the American film, American Gigolo with Richard Gere. Have you ever seen it? No. Okay. Julian was the man. Uh, we'll leave it at that because the reference is lost on my co-host, but, um, okay. Um, Richard Gere played a gigolo named Julian. Um, and I'm going to talk about other Max Pimps players, uh, from here to the Himalayas, but Julian was breaking bread and he used his sex as a weapon. Alfie was doing the same thing. Um, the Mac, Dolomite, Iceberg Slim, Trick Baby, what it is. We all have seen this. And I know that my purpose in this life is for positivity and to really spread true and real love. I'm just talking about the Macs that have come before, and we're going to talk about all of them. Uh, my co-host is is really in her ego right now, discussing or being disgusted with the fact that men not only are taking the juice from women, um, but maybe we have more purpose with it. Because I do think that men should be leaders in their homes. Absolutely. So if we look at this, maybe men are better at wielding the D power than women are at wielding the P power. I don't. So now we're talking about powers that's versus. This is when the woman. See, that's not my, that wasn't my thought. So powers. See, sex a, I don't feel that anyone should be using sex as a weapon in a relationship. That is my truth. I have a question. Yes, sir. So you've never used sex as a weapon in a relationship? I don't think so. No. Oh, she's innocent right now. I'm okay. honestly, I don't. She's, she's, I, she's, okay. You know what? Oh, I think that, no, 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 no. <laughs> I got back. You know what? This is the thing, and it's so unfair. And like, and don't snatch this mic because I'm going to go on my tangent. <laughs> Women really get tired. Mm. Women really get tired. There's a lot of stuff we do in the day and we really get tired. Men will turn around and act like we're trying to hold sex back if we're tired or we're trying to hold sex back if, you know, we already, we felt like we fulfilled you and you guys wanted, I guess not even in that case. I, it just always comes up um, when I, I, like in previous relationships, when I didn't want to have sex because I was tired, then it was like, I'm holding sex back. Or if I was upset then of course I'm holding sex back. And that's not true. If I'm upset with you, my pussy is attached to my emotions. So I can't just give one part of myself to you without the other. And I, and I get that there, when you're younger, you can probably do that kind of stuff. You know, you can go over and have sex with somebody, sleep with them and keep it moving. You know, we've all been there, done that, but we're talking about it. So what, stage are we talking about are we talking about you know younger people or older people because thinking about um back to the topic at hand, but um the topic at hand we're talking about um being pussy whipped i think more of you know a man just just can't get enough of you behind you i don't see that's like, just having your nose open that's just that's just being wide open okay um, so that's what i'm saying i don't understand i'm talking more about being henpecked I'm talking more about a woman having complete control over you because. Um, but is it is being is it because it's good and that's why it's like you're with. I would hope so, but I, I've been in situations because, where it hasn't been good, and I've given the woman control. I've been in situations were, so where you, the sex was mediocre, and I've given her control. Were I, you whipped then? Or yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why would you be whipped if it's just mediocre sex? Because the control is given to the woman. I'm listening. I'm trying to understand. That goes against the natural order of things. Uh, the woman. Why it, mm -hmm. is the control given to her if. Okay, so we're talking about being pussy whipped, right? Yeah. And the controls. Why are you giving control to her if you're not even excited about what you're doing? Exactly. Isn't that tragic? <laughs> 
Yes, I'm trying to understand it. That's why it's problematic and why we're doing this podcast today. So hopefully, if it's not just for the sake of intervention, it will be for the sake of information, the more you know. Now, (laughs) community, um, I'll talk about my past experiences because I do know that I can think of times when it was good. You know, you uh, yeah, okay. and, and and you give her the power. You know, you tricking off, uh, tricking, tricking off. Okay, for those uh, that are keeping up with the lexicon at home, uh, writing down terms, um, I've definitely tricked off. I've definitely spent money on clothes, cell phone bills, because nails, hair, uh, meals, trips. Because you're whipped, and, you're, and it was good. I'm just, I'm just, it was amazing. Okay, you're, I'm just it was to... amazing. Okay, gotcha. Um, and now that you've put me on the spot, I'm gonna talk about a specific experience I had when I was in college. Of course um, you are. <laughs> right. Uh, I was messing with this chick, and uh, uh, she was bad. Uh, she was also dating uh, like like Rodney Harrington, Paul Mooney, like all these like like real like. I don't think we should name drop. No, ahead. we should name drop we niggas. Should. Y'all know, y'all know who y'all was we with. Y'all know drop. who y'all was with. And she was thick, but look. We're going to stay focused. Please do. I'm talking about, um, you know, I've definitely had that experience where it's been good to me and you just, you want to do so much, but it's, it's lucky for me that I made it out of that situation. I survived that situation because it doesn't feel good as a young man to know that you're sharing your girlfriend with someone that has the means and ability to buy her body parts, to buy her cars, to pay all those bills that you're struggling to to scrape your change to 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 contribute for. Um, but that's the power of the P-U-S-S-Y. R. Kelly, um, hot record. Uh, maybe we can get our sound crew to play that in the background. Negative. Not playing any R. Kelly, but continue, please. But yeah, I mean... I, I think that it's really interesting because we went from a point in culture uh, in the 70s and the 60s and before, you know, the, the time period when before pimping was dead to where we celebrated women and it was viewed very differently. Now we live in a culture where pimping is on the Internet. We got Instagram models and the flute out crew, another term, flute out. <laughs> Um, just taking it over. And I mean, it's all one of the same. Uh, it's all the power of the P U S S Y. Exactly. So no matter how you label it, update it, uh, or are, you know, being creative, it's, it's all one of the same. It's because we are driven for pleasure. We're hedonistic. We like to feel good. And sex is a very powerful currency. Um, I, I am disturbed when, when I see, observe, or experience the effects of the henpeck. Um, I, I, I'll read you a definition from the dictionary. I believe this is Merriam-Webster's henpecked. <clears throat> henpeck. Past tense. Of a woman continually criticize and give orders to her husband or male partner. There's nothing worse than that. Then what is it? The definition of henpeck. Mm, it's a woman that continue. always has criticism. Mm-hmm. She always has something to say. Mm-hmm. She always wants to be critical of the man in her life mm-hmm. because she has the pants. Because she's in control. Whether it's conscious, intentional, subconscious or subliminal it's what it is and that's something that i think that as a community we need to fight (laughs) i think that we need to be driven to partner with one another we need to value and respect one another and we need to stop trying to make leaders in relationships i think relationships should be relationships Relating to one another, sharing information with one another, experiencing one another, and hopefully enjoying one another. Now, what are you going to say on that? What you were going to say, I think that's a part of the problem. As long as there are women 
men, I guess, will always be pussy whipped because there's just there's no way to get around it. But when you said I was just listening to something recently with um, I'm not going to share his name online, but um, with a famous actor, and he spoke about people want pleasure instead of share his name. It was Will Smith. It's not a big deal. It's just that, like, I'm just not trying to name drop, but how about that? But anyways, I don't know him. So anyways, I was listening. He said, people want pleasure instead of peace. And I think that that is so true because I feel men are constantly chasing the P. Yeah. HBO. The, yes, constantly chasing it. And, it, and you know what? It is what it is because as long as a woman's around, that's what's going to happen, right? We, that's just, there's just no. I love pleasure. I love. To you do give. love pleasure. I love to give it and I love to receive it. It, it. It's not my only motivator. I think for anyone that actually knows me or experienced me in any place that I actually move, that's never at the front. But I think that when you get older, you start to understand that peace is more important than pleasure. And I feel that that's where I am in life right now. It's it's less about, I don't have a desire to play games with the P. So if my man wants it, I want to give it to him. That's how I feel, truly. It's okay. not a matter of trying to hold back or play games with it or whatever it is. I don't, I don't, I personally don't feel that way. Um, I so think. Are you sharing the P? I feel like, what do you mean when you say, am I sharing it? I mean, you said that if your man wants it, you give it. Yes. Are you sharing the pee? As That was the least intellectual question I've asked you. No, like I'm saying share. I just said if he wants it, I'm going to give it to him. But are you asking me, am I walking in the, in the door and I'm like, here it is. It's yours. You can have it. It's on a platter. What, what do you need? Whatever yeah, you yeah. want. So clearly that's not how you're operating in the world. And I, <laughs> you know what? Again. It's a gift. It should be given. It is a gift. Mm-hmm. It is a gift. And it and it should be given. And I have no problem with that. I have no problem with giving. That's not an issue. Um, but again, some men, and now we're about to go to another com- part of the conversation because I feel like it doesn't matter how much you give. It's just never enough. It's never enough. For some men, right? For some men it's never enough because it's like then men think that you're trying to manipulate situations and you're trying to play games with it and all this other stuff. And it's just, I don't know. It just takes it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And and, and that's why I, we're going to have a follow-up section uh, where we talk about that because it's a currency. When it is given, it's a, it's a currency. And like I have alluded to, um, way, the oldest profession in the world is exchanging that currency. And, you know, the descendants of uh, the commissioners of this great industry uh, could probably share some great wisdom on how it can be leveraged properly. And I'd like to hit some of those aspects as we continue the conversation. But I think we've got a good start here talking about what it really is to be P-whipped. Uh, I know I can think of a lot of different scenarios and stories from the past. But you keep talking about your people. past. Where uh-huh. are you at present? Presently, I'm at the point where I'm chasing fulfillment. Um, so I, you're not P-whipped right now. I am uh, partially henpecked because my chick talks too much. She just, because she, I'm modern, right? I let her live her life and I'm trying not to put restraints on her right now because I would feel like an abusive man if I were to shut her shit down uh, with letting her know is how opposite, unhappy I am. Is that opposite of being pussy whip henpecked? No, it's the same thing. It's one, it's an aspect of. Um, like I said, it's where that woman is constantly criticizing. She always has something to say. She's always challenging the man. She doesn't know her, what some people would call role. (laughs) (laughs) And she's, you know, always has something to say. And it's, it's, it can be frustrating, but like I said, why are you with her? Because I see beyond it. And I think that it's temporary. I think that she is going to experience when someone shows you who they're who they are, you believe. should believe it. You should believe it. Okay. So she's trying the pussy with me. I don't think I don't she's, know. She's priding herself on her ability too. No, I don't again, I don't know. Oh, I am not know. into those games. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> I'm not. So as a man dealing with a woman who constantly has something to say, criticize, or object in in my 
life, how should I handle that? What can I do to, I mean, what can I do to get her submissive and quiet? (laughs) I honestly feel like when people show you who they are, you should believe them. So I feel like, but you know what? I realized that this person might be this way with you because it could be something that is agitating the situation with her. And it's not your fault, but it's just that I think I've just, me personally, I've had Mm -hmm. one, two, three, three significant relationships. And, and in those relationships, I feel that one person might say, we've never had an argument. We never argued. We never disagreed. We always got along. Everything was always all good. It would, it just was like a soulmate. Mm -hmm. And I actually think most of them would say that, (laughs) but then you get to the last relationship and it's kind of like you're challenging or you're this or you're that or you criticize a lot or you um, constantly ask questions. Could be but see, constantly ask questions. That's more of a few. I'm talking about like my previous relationship. Just, okay. you know, it's and then I'm and then I realized that that person was extremely difficult. The other two were so laid back. They were really nice. We didn't bump heads because I wasn't trying to. Um, you know, be in first place and neither were they. We were just enjoying our time and listening to music and jazz and eating and loving on each other. And then when you get with men who are dominant or who want to assert their dominance Mm -hmm. and they have this idea, the ideology that women have a place and we're not equals then I feel that's how a woman who is more of an alpha female, she'll bump heads with that person. Go ahead. Um, My first point is, do you really believe in an alpha female? Absolutely. Here's something to just conundrify your noodle. There's no such thing as an alpha. That whole alpha theory, it it comes from observation of wolves uh, because there's an alpha that leaves the pack, right? Okay. it's not true. It's the betas in societies, all societies, across all spectrums and all species that destroy, that are dominant because of their insecurities and their inability to be coordinated with the whole. So I'm just putting that out there that anyone, male or female, that thinks that they're an alpha, it's 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 fallacious. You know, if you you're you're breaking it down one way. And I mm-hmm. think that the way that people and I were looking at it is when I go into any room, I'm going to be a leader. That's it. A bully? I'm a, a leader. A leader. Oh, okay. And there was an exercise that was given to me a long time ago. And it was um, and it was a therapist that led the group. And it was um, at my church. And she broke us up in about five groups or whatever. But the long story is short, she gave all of us a roll of toilet paper and she told all of us to create a dress. And that was it. Those were the only instructions. So it was about three or four people to a group and we all are now creating a dress. Unbeknownst to us what was going on, we just started creating and blah, blah, blah. Then she turned around and asked questions. She said, whose idea was it? And of course, in my group, it was my idea. And then she said, who said that we're going to, she asked a few more questions and every question that she asked was me. I was the one who led it. I was the one who had the idea. There's always a leader in every group. (laughs) There's always a leader and not because I was trying, we didn't even know the exercise. They didn't, she didn't say pick a leader, pick a person, but it just so happened that, and that's just, Honestly, go ahead. I was just going to say, it couldn't just be that you're an organized person. Sure. Okay. You, Did, can, you can call it whatever whatever helps you sleep at night. What is your purpose as a leader? Um, You know what? My purpose as a leader. <laughs> you know what? It's interesting because I... I still dealt with a lot of personal stuff. Like I... Your had, answer is what? Um, I deal with... This is my answer. It's not just... Everybody, you know, it's funny. Confidence is interesting because you can be a very confident person and people will perceive you as you feeling like you have it all together or you know it all. And inside, 
I've always felt very cautious, very fearful, very, you know, I'm a, I'm a big person on wondering and thinking, what are other people thinking? Mm-hmm. I'm, I moved in that way. And so I'm very like always concerned about what is this person thinking about or, you know, am, am I, is everybody okay? Is everybody happy in my workspace and in my relationship? Is everybody good? Is everybody happy? So when I am, when I'm asserting my, um, my um, dominance. dominance, I must really feel like I have to take charge or something's not going to happen because I just feel like in my heart, what a woman wants a man to lead. She wants, or not just a woman wants a man, but who doesn't want somebody to lead? I, I, I want you to finish your point because I no, have, go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. Um, you don't I was going to talk, what, though? I do not want um, a woman to assert her dominance in my life. I'd want a capable partner. But that means that you have to be a leader. Okay, and I'm going to talk about that as instead of self-proclaimed leader or uh, someone going for the title spot, I like to think of myself as a perceived leader. Um, I know that as a leader of men, and um, I've always been taught that you people have to follow you. Absolutely. I, and 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 the first thing that you have to do as a leader is you can't make it about yourself. No one will follow you if you make it about your ego or even your desires. This is what you feel? This is absolutely the truth. Um, I know that when I lead men, they follow because I am not making it about me. I'm reaching their objectives, and that's my number one goal. I organize and arrange things to achieve. See, you just said something, and you were saying that your girl talks a a lot. She must not feel that you're leading. She because Clearly. because you're not doing what you do in these areas with her. Sure. You're not. I'm not saying you're not. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, you just said something that was very key. Mm-hmm. You said you're not making it about self. In my relationship. You're not. But are I you in your relationship? Are you making it about self? I have needs. Oh, see? <laughs> in my relationship... <laughs> Um, and I don't, I don't, I, I'm all about the self-care. So I'm going to be very. That's probably why yeah. you and your girl are bumping heads. Absolutely. Let me help you out. If, if she could just get on track with the program. Oh, and, deliver, and taking care of just your she, needs and being okay. I and, 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 and she's turning it around. She's getting it better because she is finally starting to see that it's not about her, her. getting her way. It's not, it's not about her dictating to the crew what's what going to happen. What is about your needs? That's... Today it was. <laughs> Today it absolutely was because we needed to get that right. Um, and I'd like to go to my second point uh, because I am jovial after sex. Um, my second point is that sex only on the female partner's conditions and terms is toxic. It's unhealthy. Um, and I'm glad that we are turning a corner where it's not pressure on the man to – to deliver what she's possibly or probably experienced in the past and or at least most recently. And she's understanding that she can get back to that same place. But right now in the rebuild, she may be paying dues or creating a new foundation for the relationship of her dreams. What is, uh, sir, ma'am, sir, ma'am. <laughs> listen, <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. You, you're saying a mouthful. So, when it comes to pleasure and mm-hmm. and you feel that I just don't feel in my heart it has to be one every time you come to the table to please every time you come to the table to have sex both people you should be looking out for me and I should be looking out for you and sure. that's it sure. and there should never be a moment where it's just about me or it's just about you but you just said in your notes that a woman's um, you have to repeat it because I can't. Yeah, I'll re- say it again. Uh, um, I said sure. that sex only on the female partner's conditions and terms is toxic because it's not toxic, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't happen the same way it shouldn't happen that things are just on your terms. I came prepared to this fight today. Okay, that's that's rule <laughs> well, number one of fight. a gigolo. That's rule number one of a gigolo, is that the sex is only on the female partner's terms and conditions. Do you have a response? I don't have a response. Again, I'm I'm saying that everything needs to be mutual. I know. I'm saying that it's toxic. 
for things to be mutual. For things to be only. On I the agreed. F- okay. And I just gave you but the. It shouldn't I just be, gave you the male gigolo definition. So, more or less, that's that's the male definition of a gigolo, and I do think that that's one toxic area of sexuality um, because it should be mutual. It should be fulfilling for both partners. Absolutely. Um, I think that when we lack fulfilling sex, that's when trust is eroded at. I think that's when communication. When what happens? Trust is eroded. When When we don't. What happens? For mutually satisfying sex, when it's absent, trust is eroded because one partner feels that they may be owed something. Or maybe they feel that they're seeking something, and that can only breathe insecurity in a relationship. <clears throat> I'm listening. Sure. Um, so with that being said, I, I, I do think that we can be more responsible in our relationships. And I, I've kind of thrown out some scenarios <laughs> yeah, from the past. Explain your scenario that we were laughing at. We were laughing at? No, um, I know that I've had the experience where I was slinging it hot and <laughs> a young lady was upset that she no longer had the opportunity um, to enjoy the pleasure. And in retaliation, she tried to burn down my apartment. Yes. And I said to you, are you doing that in your current relationship? <laughs> yes. Cause I want to, you know what? So if, if that were to happen and, and what do you think that would do to you? If what happened? You were getting D so good that you wanted to burn someone's apartment down. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think that, um, not, no, I don't want to burn anybody's apartment down. No, let's let's stand. No, no psycho. No, no, stand on your work. Let's stand corrected. I don't want to burn anyone's apartment down, but the, 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 the whole thought that, you know, when I hear people being violent and I saw something recently on YouTube where a man was, he turned around and he was kicking the back of the door with um, his foot and, you know, a meme came up. There were, it was like, oh, she's so good. This is why he's trying to get in her door. And this fool kicked the whole wall. Like, he tried to get in her door. He couldn't. So then he went just down the hallway, kicking through the, the dang on, like, the wall. And was making a, a hole in, like, the whole dang on hallway. And somebody was like, you know, the meme was like, oh, when when the pee's that good. If, if I'm following you and trying to kick down your door and trying to burn down your apartment. Good, good, good kudos and big ups and all that to you because that so means... I need to get back on my stuff. Pretty much is- I said earlier you need to bring that old thing back. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I need them heroin tracks. I need that. <laughs> Not that I need it, but, you know, like, I get it. Like, yeah. Oh, so you, so you are fulfilled right now. What? <laughs> That's what I thought. So back to the point. Um, when you're dignitizing these women, I think that you need to realize that you can't give it to every and any woman because things like that happen. You see, I don't believe in being dignitized. Exactly my point, Novocaine. (laughs) I think that, you know, there's women that will mentally block themselves from the pleasure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. No, I don't think they'll be fooled because a man will talk that they'll they'll say that they're trying to please them, and the woman will focus in or no, zone in on that, negative, and they negative. feel that they're getting that no, pleasure. No, 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 no. Kevin no, Hart, no. tell me more. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it, no, none of the above. I feel I'm an adult, oh, okay. and so at the end of the day, I like intimacy. I like fulfillment. That's what that's what gets me off. And so it's not about um, being digmatized makes me think of being younger and meeting a person and it's just so good that so you've been digmatized in the past. I haven't, but I could just imagine oh, being. You, you don't think you have the capacity to be digmatized? I just think when I, you know, I think it's just a young woman's game because when you become a, a older woman and a more mature woman, it's not just about the D and how he's slinging it. It's about it's. It, there's more that that comes with it. And yes, I can meet a man and and it's like my partner. He's so bomb and he's so good that 
I don't want to share him. I need him. I want him. Yeah, that 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 happens. But and when it starts clouding my judgment, if it clouds if it clouds my judgment, if it clouds my judgment, and I and I'm not seeing straight, and I can't think straight, I just think that. I'm past that place in my life where I can't think straight and see straight. I can see that it's bomb and it's good, but I just, I just, I'm not there. I'm not, I don't know. Maybe I am jaded, you know, maybe I'm jaded. Mm, that's interesting. Um, you know, um, I wanted to just kind of segue from, you know, those examples of toxic relationships and something more positive like fulfillment and kind of talk about the, impetus that's put on men to handle, train, or get women to not reign over them at all cost. I think that it, it kind of flows into other areas. Um, do you think that that's a, a negative thing? What is? What is? If, if what's negative? I think that when uh, we put pressure on men to handle, train, and get women to submit to their will. I, think I don't think that's a man's responsibility to try to do that. I agree. I think that there's a lot of t- other areas where that flows into. I think Have you men ever should heard... focus on taking care of themselves, and mm-hmm. women should focus on taking care of themselves. Have you ever heard of a gorilla pimp? From you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm absolutely not that, but a gorilla <laughs> pimp, um, for those that don't know, uh, I'm going to give you a definition. Someone that pimps hoes through brute force uses excessive head twisting and arm breaking as opposed to proper pimping uh. through finesse, not force. Um, I think that sums up this younger generation. A lot of these guys, they are crazy physical aggressive with these women. And I think that some of the older players would probably say that they're ruining the product through their means, you know? Um, <laughs> the product is the pussy? Yeah, it's the woman. Mm. Um do you know what a chili pimp is? No, sir. I don't know. I've never been pimped. I don't know anything <laughs> about this life. We're, just, we're talking about being pussy whipped. And I'm going to the um, antithesis, right? I'm going to the opposite. I'm going sure. to each spectrum. Sure. So you can go from having the woman completely dominate you and it being toxic, and you can have the male dominate you and it being completely toxic. Absolutely. Right? But I didn't know that pimps don't sleep with their 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 work their Absolutely, their women they do, they do. Uh, we talked about you never like touch never your get high in your own supply yes. that's only drug dealers oh. a chili pimp is usually um, uh, a pimp that has one hoe and it's like his girlfriend but he's sharing her pimps don't usually respect the chili pimp but that's like the rookie pimp that's like the you know the the low level introductory pimp so I just want because he loves her. He loves her. And he messed around and slept with her. Exactly. And got pussy whipped. And there we go. And now he's So now like, we're playing both sides and we see how ineffective it is, right? Mm. And then there's a Mac. You know what a Mac is, right? I've heard of the Mac, but I don't know what the- <clears throat> I'd love to talk about the Mac. That's one of my favorite movies. Okay. Um, have you ever seen the Mac? Um, Not that I recall, but oh I am God. familiar with it. Max Julian. It's, uh, it's like Mac. Or is that Shaq? That's Shaq. Okay. And not. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna leave these soundtracks alone, uh, but the Mac the Goldie pack. Goldie was a pimp. Um, Dolomite was a gorilla pimp, really. Dolomite, and it, I remember Snooky. What is it? Snooky, Snooky, so. So back to the Mac. Um, what is that one? What is that pimp? I have no idea. because yes, <laughs> he was on. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. You talking about probably talking about Don Bishop, Don Juan, or something like no, that. No, no, no. He okay. was like it was the original Mac. And I remember he was on a show. He was on How to Be a Player with Bill Bellamy. His name's Max Julian. And that's who I'm talking about now because the Mac was lit. Uh, I know the El Dorado is what he had with the with the super fly trunk. I used to have a Monte Carlo with the oh, same trunk. And it just, yeah, you know me. Um, and it just, it, it, it was so smooth. But Goldie, he was different. He got out of jail and he only, you know, got back into Mac and pimping because that was the only way he could have got his bread up real quick. Mm-hmm. And he, he he was smooth. Mm-hmm. He, he, he was doing it the right way. So um, a Mac can be a person who is smooth, slick, the best of the best. You know, uh, a ladies' man, the guy who runs everything, a boss. You know, a Mac is a person who's always flirting, hitting on girls, and almost always successful at it, too. 
So you said that's your favorite. Explain, the Mac is one of my favorite why the movies. Because like, he wasn't a he wasn't just he was a pimp. Don't get it twisted. He was a pimp, but he was much more of a a, a playboy or a player, a Mac. Um, and I was going to define all those things, but a Mac, a player, a playboy—they're all lower levels. They're not—they're not those raw pimps that are just selling a product, that mm-hmm. are just selling the sex. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. So, I mean, sometime I'll have to show you the Mac. There's so many different scenes that are just really, really interesting. We could all be some fighting. That's Jerome Aron, player from the Himalayas. <laughs> but look. Uh, I was I got distracted. I'm not even gonna lie on that one. Um, you gotta see the Mac. Um, he would take Goldie would take his hoes to 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 the to get hypnotized. You know, he would he would show them things at the solarium, and he had a, a method that was just it was just so cold. Um, much much respect. Uh, I don't know if anybody that's listening has ever read Trick Baby or any of Iceberg Slim's book, but have you ever heard of Iceberg Slim? From you. Oh my God! Stop saying that. So I've never. Okay. I've never heard of it. Um, Iceberg Slim. He was from down south. He came out to California, and he was an epic pimp. Uh, when he first got out to California, they took all his hoes, um, like off the rip. He had he had his B team to lead with, and niggas took him. He came back the next day with some stars with the A squad and niggas couldn't take is the A squad. Is this from the movie? No, this is real life. Oh, okay. Real life pimp. Oh, okay. Iceberg Slim. Okay. Uh, he was married to some white ladies, got kids. They make all kinds of movies about him. Uh, Robert, I can't think of his last name, um, but he's he was an epic pimp. And that he just talks about how he handled the game and how he compartmentalized things and how he turned his hustle into a real and lucrative Ice business. Cube was a, a pimp Ice, too. Ice Cube was a pimp. Yes, mm-hmm. Ice Cube was a pimp. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I have I, I got a few uh, few uncles, granddaddies, and everything else in the family that we could I, we, we could name drop too. From your um, but, um, from your from your energy oh God. that you um, I want to fall in love because I've seen that. <laughs> Because I've seen that. You and want to fall in love? Very much so. Mm. And I know as a young man, I always fantasize about love because it is so rare because any man can get sex. I don't think that sex is the difficult part. I think that's the easiest part. It's hard to find someone that you love that gives you sex that's satisfying because when you have real feelings for someone, the pleasure is very different. It's not a transaction. Exactly. So now your ending goes back to my beginning, mm. which is that sex needs to be <laughs> mutual mm-hmm. and both parties need to walk into it with wanting to please each other. And there's no such thing as I'm going to withhold from you or I'm playing a game with you. All this kind of stuff that and, you know, you can't help if somebody's digmatized or pussy whipped. You just, you know, that is what it is. But I mean, you see how we went through the whole game and we went through the whole spectrum. Uh, when a man is only about that thing, he's pussy whipped because she's in control. When a woman is only about that bag, she's dick whipped because she's only about that thing. Both are toxic. Meeting yes. in the middle is a real human relation. Meeting in the middle can be healthy. This is a subtopic because I don't feel that people want to meet in the middle anymore. I th- I feel that people come in with their their stuff, mm-hmm. their ideologies, their all the strippers that they met, all the Instagrams that they saw, all the the bottle girls, and all of the, the the this and the that, and then they put that fantasy on you, or vice versa. He, you know, he ain't hitting it like Tyrone did. That's, that's, I think, that's oh, uh, he did like Tyrone did, or Tyrone put one leg up and I went to sleep. <laughs> or, or she's not, she's not knocking it out like Cindy at thirty nine twenty six. And right. all I'm saying <laughs> is that some of these neck throwers, we need to have a Hall of Fame. That's all I gotta say. What's a neck thrower? Another, another, <laughs> another one for the lexicon. If anybody uh, wants to contribute, I'll throw it out there. It's whatever. We know what a neck thrower is. Well, I don't. I mean, it's a I, woman. What do you? Um, head monster, super head. I've uh, never heard of a head monster. I've heard of never, super head. Never heard of a head monster. 
<laughs> a head monster is that girl that, that comes through uh, at 2 or 3 a.m. Um, that just does damage. I think I've said to the, it. To just like sex or just head? Just oral. Um, you know, she's extremely talented. Have she's, you had a head monster before? I'm sure I have. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think anyone could quote me. I'm gonna make shirts that say fours do more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really think that that's something that we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to get that done ASAP. So is your girl a four? No, my girl's a dime, but so. she doesn't have the skills of a four, and it's so that's, unfortunate. That's sad. She's 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 getting better damn she's getting better <laughs> like she's getting there it's just that she knows that she looks good and i think that's why she doesn't put the work in like like i'm probably used let to let me ask a, a real question and, and please comment yeah. what if your dime is doing everything that she can and that's just where she is i'm happy i'm excited i'm satisfied i want to be with her i really want to grow my relationship at the risk of being labeled as henpecked, pussy whipped, uh, slapped, or, or anything else out there because I have a connection with her that unfortunately goes beyond the physical. She's she's bad, but I got into her because she's a boozy biatch. She's just really bougie. Uh, I was just instantly attracted to her because she was very different than the women that I was around. I'm not calling her classy. Uh, but I'm saying that she was um, a standout. I'm saying that she was something I gravitated toward. And anyone that knows me knows that I have a very specific type. Uh, I find it offensive when people try to say that you only date dancers and bottle girls, IG models, and things of the sort, hood rats, various whatnots. But I am a very classy individual. And mm. and I, I, I can flow through several areas. I don't think that I should be judged, labeled, <laughs> or defined because By like Jesus. Fantasy. By your fantasies. You know my fantasy is my girl. Right now, I wanna tear that beige back <laughs> up. You heard me? Like she's um it's a very different relationship for me because I know that I am somewhat out of her comfort zone. Um, I think that she's used to dealing with um, slower men. Um, she likes it because they don't overwhelm her uh, and she can manage it. That's where she's comfortable at. Um, and, and that's that's fine. So, you know, it just is what it is. You're such, that's funny. That is funny. It's true as fuck. And I don't know. But okay. at the end of the day, I what I'm hearing you say mm-hmm. How do you know that she used to deal with slower people? I got you. Okay, okay. She likes old men uh, that she feels are knocking it down because they make intense eye contact or they tell her that it's all about her. And no one gives a damn about that. I've never had one complaint in my entire half a century of living. I've never had a woman be like, you know what? That was whack. Like, I've never had a woman say, you got a little ding ding. I've never had a woman tell me, you came too quick. I've never had any of those experiences. Does your girl say that? No. Okay, so what's her complaint? Her complaint is I'm too rough. I'm too aggressive. I'm too into myself. Uh, yet I, I, I'm really connecting like, with if her. You're, if you're being honest, <clears throat> if you're being completely honest, she tapped the mic. Oh no. Uh-huh. No, if you're being completely honest, do you feel that you're fulfilling her sexual needs and being no, honest and being, being completely honest? honest. <clears throat> <clears throat> I know that I am not granting her her fantasy, mm. but I know that I'm keeping her satisfied. And mm. I realize that they're two separate things. But in speaking with the conversation of fulfillment, are you fulfilling no, her needs? No, because we take turns. Uh, the, way that, <laughs> the only way that we can get it done in my house is where if I have one or two days a week and then she has one or maybe two days ago. And honestly, I don't feel that that's fair. I feel like every time you walk into a situation with your partner, your goal and my goal should be to fulfill each other. How do we get there? What does that look like? That looks like selflessness. That looks like... So organic, unassuming, expectation-free lovemaking. Or what? 
A, you have to throw away the, 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 this is not you have to, but I feel that a man has to throw away all of the, the old garbage, the, 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 the chick that tried to burn down the apartment and how good she did. And all, I'll just tell you that chick. She... So you're still claiming her as the best? No. You just said the best. No, I said that was the best story. Is what I was <clears throat> okay, well, mm-hmm. if she's the best or not the best, whatever it is. No, she's not. My current's the best. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. The point is, you have to throw all that ideology away and start fresh. A fresh canvas. I am with a new partner. I have a new woman. She's new. I'm new. So now, all of the stuff that I experienced before... That's not, that's not, this is not, this is a new canvas. Mm. So you have to. I want to talk about something. Um, My current relationship, she's always accusing me of having mommy issues, woman issues, uh, needing to be validated by women. I'm flocking to women. I'm um, obsessed with women. Women are my wheelhouse. And I I think I'm starting to have an epiphany uh, where I realize that I, My mama says something to me. I'll just just to wrap it all up, right? My mama always says, "All new brooms sweep clean." Have you ever heard that? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. My favorite one is, "Ain't no fun when a rabbit got the gun." But I like that. All what the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Look, no, let, let me go no, to my good no, analogy. No, 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 we'll no, talk. But you this. said, "Ain't no fun." Let me say it again. "Ain't no fun when a rabbit got the gun." And for those who've never I heard do. it. Okay, got it. But you said all new brooms sweep clean. That new canvas, that fresh space. Mm. There's no, there's, there's absolutely no issue in a new relationship unless you make it one. Absolutely. And it's it's refreshing. Yes. Because in a new relationship, mm. it it is all pleasure. Yes, it I know should be. It is, and when we get, um, I will say greedy, not obsessed about making sure that everything's perfect, we lose our way. And mm-hmm. I can admit that I'm guilty of that. I know my partner is somewhat guilty of that. In your current one, you're guilty of what? On I'm, your part. Yeah, I, I will on my part. I want her to be the nasty, disgusting porn star that I dated 10, 15 years ago. Absolutely. And she's not. She's yes. a pedestrian. She's just a regular girl. And it, I'm just saying, though. <laughs> And like it's unfair. It's unfair. But at the same time, I know that she's used to Uncle Earl giving up rent money, thinking that young niggas is doing it like that. And we're not. You know, it's 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 that theory of all new brooms sweep clean. Be thankful for where you're at currently because if you are lucky enough to find someone, <clears throat> you you really should value them. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So that's probably the best part to to end this episode, um, check me out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Modern Black Man Podcast. You know the handle at Chubby Idris Elba. Um, did you have any social media you'd like to share? I know, just thoughts of purpose. Okay. Uh, is that your handle on? Yes. I believe so. Which platform, ma'am? <laughs> uh, Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Definitely. She's got some dope poetry. Um, it's it's really amazing stuff, deep stuff to touch your soul. Until the next episode. Peace. The Modern Black Man Podcast.